Mental Organized Holistically. My name is Dana L'Oreal Morales and I am your holistic process strategist. I help entrepreneurs and professionals to develop, implement, and streamline processes in both your business and your personal lives so that you can have better work-life balance and integration. Hi guys, today in our Lessons Learned conversation, I have the pleasure of speaking with Aaron Kennedy, also known to some of you all as Rhythm Saint. Aaron was born in Dublin, Ireland, and you may pick up a little bit on his accent from there. He is a drummer, an artist, an educator, writer, mentor, coach, and so many other things. Did I say he wears many hats? You guys know that we talk about the importance of understanding that you don't have to give up your dreams and the things that you want to do just because you're an entrepreneur. You can do it all as long as you have organization and process. So we're going to really dig into a conversation with Aaron about his branding, his logo, and his journey into entrepreneurship. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. Without further ado, let's talk with Aaron. Well, thank you, Aaron, for joining me today. I'm so excited about this conversation and have been looking forward to this all week long. So Aaron, will you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, just kind of high level about you and mm-hmm. in the process, tell us how you got started on your entrepreneur journey. I will. And thank you so much for having me on today. I'm always flattered. Um, year on year, when people take interest in me and what I do. So I just wanted to say thank you, first off. So by now the listeners can hear some of my accent. I'm originally from Ireland, and I was born there in 1973. And my mom was from the capital, uh, Dublin, and my dad was from what you could call the countryside, uh, where I grew up, a place called Wicklow, and they call it the Garden of Ireland. So my entrepreneurial journey started pretty much with both of those guys. They're both very positive people, very hardworking. Um, growing up in the 70s and 80s, um, everybody pretty much around the world was trying to find their way, my parents included. They were young parents. And my dad was a professional singer, and he also uh, was trained as a mechanic and then eventually owned his own business. So he was a big influence on me, seeing mm-hmm. that if you work hard, um, you're good to people, you develop yourself, that something, at that point it was something, anything was something could happen. And I've elevated and hyperextended that idea every, every year. I try and do more. But back then the concept was work really hard, try and get some money, attract some people. But early into my teens I started to figure out that good choices and behaviors attracted if I can say, for what I was seeking, better things, if that makes sense. But definitely mm-hmm. my parents were a big influence on working hard and doing the right thing. Not trying to be perfect, but living life as good as you could. And yeah. Ireland is a small place. So um, I tried to maximize my potential. And uh, so I got influenced by my dad helping him in his business. I eventually joined his band, which we can talk about later. So that was really it. And we're talking like five, six years of age, I'm traveling around with my dad, observing music, I'm helping him in his business, I'm witnessing him, I'm on the side, seeing him hustle, 
and he, overhearing some conversations, you know, mm-hmm. with my mom and dad. And I, I, I got a great sense of reality um, very quickly. <laughs> like so it's not all rosy on the, you know, we see it no. from the outside, but when you're in it, it looks completely different, doesn't it? Absolutely. You know, I, I, I saw the good and bad side of the motor industry, the music industry. I saw the good and bad side of people. And look, what I mean by that to the listeners is I've seen good people behave badly even when they don't really wish to. It just seems mm-hmm. to be the choice they make. And sometimes I call that a survival mechanism. Um, I'm a guy that will walk away from the biggest opportunity now, but as a teenager, you know, you you, you almost believe everybody, you, you trust everybody, especially, especially the older generation. So that was another thing. I got exposed by people a lot older than me and more experienced than me at a very young age. And again, mm. that was good and bad, mostly good, mostly good. But again, uh, some people, they, you, you think they know what they're doing, so you believe that. Yeah. Um, so it's when you find your own awareness and you start to question things yourself and, and the answers to those questions lead to very good, positive things, then you know it's working. So, yeah, those, that's a powerful lesson learned. Like, <laughs> you got it early. Yeah. Early, very early. I'm 47 now and uh, been a professional musician uh, since I was a child and the enterprising side of me was influenced by my dad and then I started to try my own little things. <laughs> right, it, right. It's fun. It, the journey yeah. is fun. It's fun. Yeah, I noticed I was looking at your website um, mm-hmm. and I was so intrigued by your about page. Like that just pulled oh. me in um, just oh. to hear, you know, just to be able to, I feel like I know you, like we've been friends forever because That's just great. reading that story and, you know, what you've done. And I was oh. really intrigued by your um, several things. And we're going to talk about several of those things today, but I know when you first started your journey and I'm, I'm jumping ahead in your story um, yeah. to talk about your, when you developed your first logo. And so I, I felt like mm-hmm. that was so interesting and I would love to give the listeners just a window into um, that journey of sure. how you decided to develop it yourself and then what your process was in developing it. Absolutely. And, and thank you for that. Cause it does mean a lot to me. And, and that's a big part of who I am now. Even today as we speak during this um, historical change uh, for all of us um, in 2020, um, a, lot of, a lot of what I do and will seek to do is about the experience and the memory and the experience. So um, to answer your question about my, my first attempt and at success it's still going at my first branding, I, I didn't. I can tell you all now. I did not go to university. Um, I'm self-educated. I've I've done what I call hundreds of basket weaving courses, you know, about different things mm-hmm. in life. But I'm self-educated. Ironically, in music, I I I turned professional when I was 12 uh, as a drummer, and so I was attending school, high school, but doing shows at night and then at the weekend teaching. So the drumming. Um, was really important to me. It still is. And the brand I think you're talking about is Drumming Academy. And so mm-hmm. I'm, the very first time I started to teach uh, full-time, I was 14. And I lived in a little village in Ireland on the East Coast called Newtown Mount Kennedy. And it's the longest name in Ireland. And it's a small, quaint village. 
and I created a little ad, put it in the post office window, and the first Saturday morning. And I always think about this every Saturday, including this morning. I remember my mom saying, and she she's very softly spoken. She's a beautiful lady. Aaron, who's outside? <laughs> and we lived in a development. And I said, oh, it must be a guy waiting for drum lessons. She said, well, there's half a dozen or more. I think there was about 10. And I put an ad in the post office, and it was just written in blue biro on a white math copy page that said, drum lessons, Saturday mornings, uh, $5. And it would say five pounds, so five pounds for an hour. And um, there was a couple of calls to the house, but guys then um, called up to the house because it was easy to figure out who it was, right? <laughs> and mm-hmm. so that, that, became, that became an instant success, I have to admit. Uh, every Saturday, it got you know, I got busier and busier. Then I had to go into the weekdays. Didn't have a brand yet. I just called it drum lessons. And this is a mm-hmm. very common thing. People teach martial arts, karate, yoga. And they. I found that, you know what, if you just use that header, you're really not differentiating. And everything comes to me. And I knew one day it would, it would come to me. I continued for many years to teach drum lessons. Never really had a brand to it. Then as... um. You know, I finished school and I'm exploring my professional life as a drummer and doing my other businesses. Um, In 1999, it just came to me. So the logo is a drummer and there's a red drum kit. And um, if you look closely, uh, my tattoo, one of my tattoos on my right arm is on his arm. There's a little earring. I have an earring. So I became very close with Michael Jackson's drummer. Ricky Lawson. Um, I met him uh, pretty much randomly. I didn't go to find him. I met him at a music event and he just took me in. And it was unbelievable. He was just so mm. kind to me from that first moment. And he's everything I ever wanted in like an idol or someone you admire. He was such a gentleman. Right. And we, we became great friends. So in 99, before I had met Ricky, before I had met him, I fashioned my brand in his image as a tribute to him. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I admire many, many drummers. And now I'm, I'm very fortunate to know many of them, almost all of the top drummers, and work with them and for them. That's another conversation. But he was one guy I always looked to, and not just because of Michael Jackson, just because of the man. So most of the right. people I admire, I want to know, what did you do in your life to get to this point? And I, exactly. I, was, very, I was very well read on Ricky and I knew man if I met him someday I know there's more and in my teaching I talk about if you want to become similar to that person you've got to learn how they got to where they are so we Mm -hmm. became great friends and he was my mentor and as it happened later in his life I became his it's just incredible full circle moment right oh surreal he's still in my heart every every week he's amazing Mm -hmm. and um, so I'm okay at art. I was always pretty good at art, but this was early days to create your own kind of digital art. And um, I had um, a contact who worked in the film industry, and I said, you know, I have this idea. I kind of sketched it, and I directed him. Now, what's interesting for you and the viewers, entrepreneurs, even um, those who are not even interested in the in the drumming scene or music, is. Well, you know, he gave, it's interesting when you want to do a brand. 
I don't want to digress, but when someone brings you something that's important to you and it doesn't represent what you're trying to say, I think mm-hmm. it's very important for you to stand fast on that. I mean, it's oh very Oh my gosh, so you. important. It's so important. And I was never that guy and I'm not really a meme sharing guy. And if I'm doing a, a, a keynote or an interview like this, thank you so much. I like to be live, authentic. I don't know if notes here. I didn't know what the questions were, and I find that really beautiful and has, is, has got clarity. And if you've got clarity yeah. in yourself and your business, people will want to get with you. So I said, um, here's what I want to happen. I told him, and I gave him pictures of Ricky. And he came back, I can say to you, with a blonde surfer. He came back with a guy. He knew I did martial arts. He came back with some karate-looking drummer. He came back mm. with people of different authenticities and stuff. I said, dude, you're not getting it. It's this guy. <laughs> it's it's got to be my drum kit with Ricky Lawson behind us. And he go, and he did it. And he, we nicknamed him Bash, but actually it's a tribute to Ricky Lawson. That was 1999. We celebrated 20 years of, of the Drumming Academy. I've taught almost 3,000 drummers one-to-one in all those years. And we're still going seven days a week. But Ricky passed away. A couple mm. of years ago. So I've had a really tough time with that, but I still celebrate him, of course. Yes, yes. We were, we were in Los Angeles, and we were, we were uh, cruising around in the car. And it was 2009, I can tell you that. It was 2009. And he said, you know, uh, I love that logo that you have for your drum school. Now, we were in L.A. doing some work, and I was going to open up the drum school with him in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. um, you know, that he would even want to do such a thing. So there was great plans, you know. Sadly, it didn't happen. But, you know, I've grown into other things for him with that. I said, do you like that? You like you, you like the logo? And, of course, you know, I had it on my vehicles. I had it on bass drums. Of, it got seen a lot because I can, mm-hmm. I, I can say live on this conversation I was the most successful uh, drumming academy that Ireland has ever had. I can quote that. I have no problem saying that. And to this day, it's still doing incredible numbers and changing people's lives. So I'm very proud of it. And every time it's shared, Ricky is there. Every time you see yeah. a drumming academy, you don't see me. You see Ricky. You see the brand, the logo. Well, what, I, I feel like that's so valid. I mean, like when I think about, and this is one of the things I really loved when I was reading the story and I was looking at your logo specifically, mm-hmm. is that he was someone you looked up to. And, and when you look at the logo, even today, knowing how long it's been in place, mm-hmm. that it really told your story. You know, it really, and it's really full circle now knowing that you all became friends and that you all were going to, you know, open the academy together. You know, like that is a full circle moment. You didn't know that when you created the logo, right? But it came from your heart. It wasn't the intent. I mean, it's never even, look, the money, the the other things that come with it. I'm so blessed and fortunate. Um, I know I put the work in. But you still have to be grateful at every step. This call, Mm -hmm. anyone who emails me after this, the fact that you would even take the time, I'm so grateful that you you just take the time to recognize that. That's worth everything to me. You can't buy that. So I never intended to be a millionaire from Drumming Academy. It's been offered to be bought out a few times. And instead, I just grow it. You know, it's too precious to me. And, you Mm -hmm. know, I said a little bit earlier, the experience is the memory. The memory is the experience. And I like to be yes. 
experience I expect in others, but I also want people's experience with me, whether it be this or work with me, to be not just pleasurable. I think that it has to be, or getting your value. It's beyond value. It's enlightenment. It's, well, I spoke to him or I spoke to her, and not only is your brand excellent, but it stays with you. Mm-hmm. So you're staying, you, you know, it's confidence and um, competence has to balance. So you, we see, we get drawn in all the time by brands and logos. And they yeah. I do a lot of fixing, Dana, in my entrepreneur work where you anticipate what's over the doors, what you're going to get. And I think mm-hmm. your listeners and you will relate to, that's often diluted and disappointing because it's so easy now to create a brand and make a statement uh, we are excellent. Well, I need to see that. And that's not exactly overzealous or trying to resell what we're talking about here. Not at all. I have to honor Ricky's name, Drumming Academy, the statement. I have to live up to that. I, I mean, every day, every lesson. And I don't always get it right. And, I, you know, I'd be honest, maybe I get a couple of pushbacks a year. And I, I do my best to redeem myself in those people's eyes because mm-hmm. I have just said that we are Drumming Academy. I'm the founder. I have the world's best companies and drummers involved in it. I can't let anybody down, especially myself. Right. Or, so your brand has got to be exactly what it says in the real world, in your execution. So that was important to yeah, me, and- very important to me. Yeah, and I feel that one of the things that I know I coach um, – entrepreneurs, specifically new entrepreneurs, but entrepreneurs all the way around, Um, Mm -hmm. specifically because a lot of times when people come to me, they are in the beginning throws, right? I I deal with a lot of um, hustlers. And so their first thought process is, I got to get my logo. And I was like, well, let's talk about your business first. And the, the foundation isn't even there yet. And so I'm like, your logo is not something you need when you first start. When you first start, you literally can just give it your name, you know, like focus on the content and the the foundation of what you're doing first. And then as you stated, the logo will come to you. I think that's very powerful to be able to hear that you went for a number of years with just uh, drumming training, you know, drum training. Yeah, literally me. I mean, often it was just, there was no, I mean, I put that notice up once. I didn't have business cards. Uh, You know, it came through whatever I was doing locally and up and down the country. Someone would see you play. Like, they might see you speak. Say, hey, you know, I heard in your speak that you coach. Can I hire you? So it was was great to do it that way. But you're right. You know, there isn't a kit or a pack for or a download for entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is actually quite lonely. I believe mm-hmm. that before you get to the point of trying to exchange service for cash or product or opportunity, you must be fully formed and developed. Now, yeah. they need someone like you, they need someone like me, and the thousands of other great people, and I say thousands, I didn't say millions, thousands of entrepreneurs who can coach around the world. Right. Um, I've made my life's work to see who is excellent in movie, TV, voice, data, you know, tech. I've worked in the motor industry. And when I've met the top guys in these industries, how they think and act is way surpasses their business card mm-hmm. or the company they even work with. It comes down to individuals. So there's still an amazing amount of scope for new brands, 
new companies, new yeah. entrepreneurs. I'm developing new entrepreneurs as we speak out of these um, tough times. And I think we succeed through adversity. But to come along and spend a lot of your budget maybe or a lot of your time or um, development, development time, like you need to set time aside to develop yourself. So I had developed my skill as a musician. So then my execution to educate um, is much more transparent, much more real. Some people will turn yeah. from maybe, well, I just, like now, okay. Right now, a lot of people are sadly becoming unemployed or just on a standstill. And I feel bad for that. Some of those people are now turning their hands to stuff that maybe, um, and activities that maybe they're not an expert in, mm-hmm. they're not really that confident in, and then their delivery is, is weak. I admire anybody for hustling. You have got to hustle. I I totally implore everybody to hustle. But I learned very early through some of my own mistakes, um, like I would burn time, I would spend time with the wrong people. Mm, I, I yes. Yeah, I'd spend too much time thinking about an ad when really what I should be working on is when the person is in front of me, whatever it is I'm offering, I have to I have to have it down. Then your brand can, you know, you get it to baseline. I help people create logos and brands. And so, like you say, you ask the questions. What are you trying to say? How are you trying to say it? If you go on to Fiverr or any of these very low-budget um, offerings, they will send you something that's maybe digitally pronounced. You can use it on the platforms, but it's probably not going to be you because they right. don't know you. And they can, they can create an intro video for you in seconds. I've used these guys only to realize, man, well, I it wish I had. It doesn't you need, right? They delivered, but in the yeah. end, you were like, this just is something about it that's not speaking to me. I've done that same thing too, Aaron. Yeah, and it doesn't it have to be a lot of money. It, 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 you know, some great things cost a lot of money. And we've always, we've always been... Um, kind of victims or, or suppressed by that. Look, enough is never enough. I thought, well, if I make a dollar, if I make a hundred dollar, and then that shouldn't be the target. That will right. flow when you're excellent at what you do. And I've, my income has been from incredible, beyond dreams to, you know, starting to dry up like feast or famine mm-hmm. thing. And then when you, when you analyze that, you realize, well, how are you spending your time? Who, who are you spending your time with? And that logo you were so bothered about, how come now it's in the drawer by the phone? Mm-hmm. But I you spent days I, on yeah. trying to get this thing out, right? Yes, that, that now is, because it's not working, it's not the logo that works for you. It's what right. it's you trying to, I have several, and it's you working alongside it. It's got to be, you know, we'll, for today we'll call it, tattooed I'm not saying anybody has to have bear a tattoo but that that metaphor it needs to be with you all the time you need to mm-hmm. eat and breathe it so when I speak about my brands I've lived every minute of them and then you know you cannot get complacent about it so if it's just a squiggle or a line in the sand and that's who you are then that's Awesome, because when you get to speak about it, when you get to try and sell your product or service, people are going to know. It's authentic. You can tell. You can so tell. (laughs) It's 100%. And, you know, um, back to Drummond Academy and and Bash slash Ricky Lawson, when I told him, I said, well, you know, 
we're going along these Lexus in, in LA, heading to a hotel in Beverly Hills, and he's bringing me to, I didn't know, to introduce me to some of the biggest names in music. I had no idea. And we're going along in the car, and I said, uh, well, the logo, you like it? Goes, yeah, it's cool. And um, uh, he might have thought, you know, it's an African-American by, by accident, whatever. I mean, I grew up with that music. It's my favorite music in the whole world. And I said, well, it's you. And I, I, I'm telling you, Dana and guys, this he, he was in the driver's seat, and he said, what? Yeah, and like he, the flattery. like That probably hit him so hard, not realizing <laughs> the impact he had on somebody else's life. Yeah, I mean, he was aware, you know. I mean, he was brought around the world by everybody, and, and, and he was aware. But his, he comes from Detroit. He's very humble. I'm very close with all his family. And, you know, Ricky used to uni, unicycle around Detroit gig to gig with his sticks <laughs> in his back pocket. I mean, when you start to look at these fabulous people and you realize who they really are, you're like, wow, mm. it's not me, but that could be me because I used to, you know, we all started somewhere. Nobody, we all start somewhere. Nobody, yeah. I mean, look, at Jeff Bezos set up um, another company I had, Jeff Bezos uh, set up uh, Amazon the same year I set up Drumming Academy. You know, wow. uh, $80 million thereabouts his first year because he focused on one thing, selling mm-hmm. books. I yeah. had a company the same year. We did, we did okay. We did very well. But nothing like him. After his crash, he learned, I've got to diversify. So if you mm-hmm. say you teach drums, well, you, you better be, you have to be all things to everybody that's needed. And Ricky was that for me. And I know amazing drummers and so on. But he became drummer to the stars because he was hyper-talented humble beginnings and I mean he became Michael Jackson's musical director I mean that's how talented he was yeah or nobody lets you in to their heart or their world or their business or money unless you can provide that foundation of transparency execution of ability and talent I know I see people every day getting into situations I'm surprised by but I can tell you this it doesn't last so when you create your logo and your brand you want to be thinking long game. You want to be thinking, yeah. this is my vocation. I am married to this. I'm unified with this. I really care about it. Now, this is my perspective and has worked for me. I help entrepreneurs and sometimes I say, look, this is a five-year plan. Or, so, okay, but people are going to know. When you're selling camping equipment or, you know, uh, anything you're selling, food, cupcakes, anything, when people sense that, you know, hey, I'm selling coffee just for now. Well, who wants to? Right. Who wants, who wants to be involved in that? You know, it's a someone, temporary. Like what? What? I'm trying yeah. to. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Or if you say to someone, your in, your logo's um, different. That's not a compliment or otherwise. And they're like, yeah, whatever. The whatever attitude. That's it. That's all you can cash it yeah. in. Yeah. Whatever equals whatever. It doesn't equal anything else. So. That was important to me. I got the detail right, and the guy rendered it exactly. I mean, I'd be very particular, so that's an OCD. But um, I wanted it to be user-friendly. I didn't want it to look like another cold uh, music school. I wanted you to feel like, hey, you know, I'm not sure about this, but that's a place that maybe I could feel comfortable in, and they know what they're doing. So. It, the, the 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 drawing and the semi kind of Marvel cartoon, um, that was deliberate. 
you know, um, uh, and I only realized this truthfully to you and the listeners, all of this later. All I knew was yeah. initially, here was my, my spec. I want Ricky. I want my tattoo, which means true self on the right arm. I want my earring. Uh, he's a handsome black dude. He has to be that. It has to be a red drum kit, and it has to have the logo on the bass drum. That's as far as I went at that moment. Then over the years, I started to realize what I was speaking to. Mm-hmm. So I had to come along and analyze it myself many years later. You know, and I, I think that's valuable. That just that statement right there, because again, it's you. Your business evolves as you go forward. You don't just. I won't say no one gets in this situation, but most entrepreneurs do not start day one knowing exactly everything about their business and it never changed after that. It is forever evolving. And so to jump into a logo situation on day one versus giving your business time to breathe and time to develop and then getting into what do I want this to look like from a visual standpoint, I think is powerful. Mm -hmm. I think it's very important. And you know, like I know you dealt with it too, just battling entrepreneurs to say, I'm telling you this is not important, but this business over here has it. I'm like, yeah, but how many renditions of that did that person go through? Or does that brand re- really speak to who they are as an inv- individual and as an entrepreneur? Absolutely. Um, I think these things get ripped off even only um, uh, a couple of days ago uh, back home, somebody got in touch. And, because look, a, a lot of guys we're talking about drummers for a moment, are unemployed now. I'm not very fortunate because of what I did all of those years ago. Mm-hmm. But it was never to say, I need a dollar coming in every day. It, the, the goal is not the dollar. The right. goal is to be as excellent as you can be. Not perfect, doesn't exist. But uh, Drumming Academy and what I do, and what transcends through me with absolute confidence, after all my mistakes and stuff, I can say, hand on heart, that I, I bring excellence. Perfection doesn't exist, but we're always trying to get the best potential out of our students and those who work with us. All the companies came along. This is all years later, but I know guys now, they write down, I want to be sponsored. And I want 100,000 followers, and I want this, and I want that. And I achieve everything I want in my life without having those things. Right. Uh, so I develop my skill force. It's probably a big statement today. I yeah. Sure. Yeah. If I'm going to make cupcakes, they're going to be the best cupcakes at least in Nashville, if not in the United States. Or, or right. There's no, you're like you're not you're not in the game. Um, I, I I say to my entrepreneurs, you know, look, at this point in my life, I'm in the commitment game. I'm not in the convincing game. But mm-hmm. early on as an entrepreneur, you were. I was trying to convince people. I would put my hand up both hands are up right now saying of course I wanted my goal as a professional musician was to have somebody even like yourself to see me play for 30 seconds or hear Mm -hmm. me say that was an attainable goal right because you you know if you're playing never wanted to be famous and I had yeah because if you're playing and someone hears you playing, you're drawing them in and you can capture them for 30 seconds if you're doing That's a good all. job. If you're truly meeting the needs of the, the individual in that moment, you are proving your concept. That's and that's what a lot of people are missing is they, they jump in and they want to get the success, but they have yet to prove the concept. Yeah, and you know, I learned actually it's something that's value, uh, valid today is that there's fashion and there's passion. And I had abundance of 
of uh, passion. The fashion, I wasn't as confident or mm. as capable a player as I am today. I would put myself up pretty much with anybody, but, but I have a lot of people to thank for that. I studied with the best, I've been with the best, so this isn't this is not about me. You know, music is a collaboration. Entrepreneurship has to be a collaboration while it's very lonely. So I never was looking for fame. I don't, I know I enjoyed the power of money and the leverage to get new equipment, but I still wasn't at that phase yet in my teens to want a lot of money. So it's funny you make those choices. I never was famous. And I think it's almost like other things in life. You become your own lighthouse. You're letting people know mm-hmm. in, in more. Look, I know you guys want to do that over there. And that's a whole other podcast. I'm going to be over here doing this. So I'm going to be over here working on my craft. And so still to this day, I do one to two hours practice a day. I teach approximately four hours a day. I work seven days a week. Uh, I teach drums all over the world. And so that trust and platform led to all these other things. So I usually say in these interviews, you know, it really enriched my life. I'm I'm from a village in Ireland. And yes, I can play. And I'm a reasonably nice person. I'm definitely hyper-organized and I'm definitely hyper-professional. But there are better guys. There are guys who've been in famous bands. And then through all that haze, people choose me. And it's very flattering and I think it's because I just keep on target and I'm yeah. not and you keep it real too I mean <laughs> I like to keep it real yeah you yeah know, the I authenticity is important yeah being yeah. real is what look when when I've, I've worked around a lot of very uh what would you call it um high-end situations and working with uh, people call it rock stars and huge bands and that is the time when you want to be your true self, and that's mm-hmm. what it says on my arm, and that's what it says on Ricky's arm on the logo. Mm-hmm. And so I, I really should you inspire me to maybe document, you know, the story of Bash. I have spoke about it before. His own family, when they realized that this sort of was, I mean, they're still, they invited me um, and to, uh, when Ricky passed, um, 2013, they, the, the Lawsons and the Jacksons invited me to the memorial, and I ended up speaking uh, uh, without knowing, and I'll, I'll share that with you. I'll send you the link because I didn't know. And so that's very, very somber for me and very sad. But I got to have this rich relationship with this person I never thought I would meet, never thought I would become friends with. And we got to ride along down Beverly Hills. It doesn't matter where you are in the world, but to reveal to someone, you know, mm-hmm. that's you. And, you know, here's another thing to say to you and, your lovely listeners, you know, it's a tough decision for a lot of people to give a lot of you away. I mean, I could have made that a picture of me. I could have made it a stock, a clip art. Back then in 99, there were options, but not like today. I mean, you know, I have a, a digital affiliate partner and they do a lot of stuff for me. They're fabulous, you know, and right. you or anybody is welcome to uh, take advantage of them. But there wasn't the options then. It would have been very easy to go basic. Never go basic take your time and listen to yourself and look at what you're doing and say oh i'll figure it out and then get someone really like yourself who has empathy and say let me help you draw it out of you and then we'll get it rendered so it's so easy to be um average basic but you know average thinking average results so exactly uh, my logo is the best in the world but it's mine. Yes. 
Now, I want to switch gears for a second because yep. um, I am intrigued. and Well, I just want to hear the story. I want to know sure. what your experience was like from working a full-time, you know, being a full-time employee um, mm-hmm. that was also an entrepreneur. You know, majority of my clients, that is their scenario. And so I would yep. love to hear what your experience was and any lessons learned you can provide from that. Absolutely. I mean, really quick, I can tell you I'm, I'm, I'm a I'm a car enthusiast and I love cars and I did sell cars as an employee uh, for somebody else. I have been an employee and that was back in 94 and 95 back in in Ireland. Uh, What's the challenge there? Well, you know, heart and head. I mean, you've got to go in every day and I don't mind saying it because, you know, I like to be transparent and factual. This guy was a tyrant, but I loved cars. I loved people. And I thought this would be a great challenge. I played music at night, uh, anything from one to five nights a week, um, every week. And I did that, well, I'm, you know, all the way up to now, but I did it solid for 10 years. I worked for this Nissan dealership. And the challenge is I've got to now be everything for you as my employer. And, you know, like I said, he was not easy on me at all or anybody. It wasn't personal. And... Now that I look back, that was a great experience because I learned to bob and weave and I learned to organize myself and manage the events of my life, being i got to get in at 9, take a break at 1 to 2, finish at 6, go get my drums, get organized, get my tucks, and go and play to five or 600 people five nights a week, smile, be great, please my dad, please the audiences. And so I feel like the more ambitious you get, the more moving parts you get. Like now... Everybody is, I mean, really working hard to speak to lots of people. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's, it's a lot of people's situation to be working for someone, see how well or not well their boss or employer is doing, and feel inspired to maybe do it themselves. What I will say is be very sensible about your choices. Okay, when I started selling cars, I already had the skill of being a drummer. I was already in the earning game. I mean, it's important to talk about earning income. You know, um, I was a little bit light on that before saying it wasn't my focus. But like, look, you know, it's it's the necessary and boring exchange for goods and services, right? So um, if, if, if you're going to work for somebody, and that's let, let's talk standard, you know, nine to five, five days a week. Now we've got the weekend left. And realistically, you know, Unless you're incredibly energized and motivated, you're probably just going to use one of those days for your side hustle or to plan for the new business. And plan of action is very important. I've witnessed many, many people leave their job early, before this crisis, before the crash, during the boom, because Mm -hmm. timing is up to you. And there's never a perfect time to do anything really. I mean, people talk about, and I'm Irish, people talk about the look of the Irish and timing and it's who you know. You know, guys, it's what you know. And I call that knowledge economy. The more you know, the more factual knowledge you have, excuse me, the more you're worth, the more you can be worth. And mm-hmm. then when you balance like things like your teaching, organization, positive networking, training, I think now, now you're in a now you're in a position to exit, but never exit too early. You know, too you early, like, yes. never exit too early. And and you know, look. Also, if I say 
call Dana today. She wants you need to call that number. I hook people up all the time. I'm a I'm a fixer. I'm a troubleshooter, and we us guys often make it too easy. I have an issue. Can you help me? So. If you put a business plan or a complete product and franchise together for somebody, often they can get a little bit lax. You know, oh, yeah. entrepreneurship, enter hardship. Entrepreneurship is lonely, but it's the other side of it, guys. It's freedom. It's liberty. You can find a massive sense of pride, which I hope some of you uh, are hearing in my voice now. I'm still motivated at this stage. At this age, I'm still... Um, ambitious you know and I act on ambition and I do implore you to do that but you've got to put good knowledge together good people together speak to those who have done it and if not even speak to someone who has done it or doing it you need mm -hmm. to witness, you need to witness it you need to know people get into schemes so easy because so many are saying I will mentor including me I will mentor you. I'll make you feel good about yourself. Um, I'll, I'll, we will get past these problems. And then you will become what I call a, a, a viable prospect um, for the next chapter. However, that's only the start of growth. And mm -hmm. you keep mentioning, and quite rightly, as possibly too early. So I was working for this guy and him being difficult, shall we say. And I was, I was succeeding. Uh, what I did out that was I got my own dealership out of it. I was inspired to say, you know, I'm not saying I can do this better. This guy's been doing it since the 60s, but I'm, I'm the new generation. And I think the market is looking for a different experience in buying a car. And I'd like to have a go at it and see if I can do it. And that's what I did. And one day I gave him my notice. Um, and I found a way to open up uh, my own place with another guy who financed it. Um, that's quite a cool little story. But if you're working for somebody nine to five now, you're probably in a way better position than I was, even though that was that was quite a successful story. The reason you're in a better position now is, man, with information technology and e-commerce and mm -hmm. curbside and delivery, I mean... I'm teaching drums online since 2003. In 99, yeah. I was selling e-commerce. And people There's were like looking so at so many possibilities available so many. to people so today without, because, uh, I mean, you mentioned it earlier in the, in the sense of if you leave too early, and so many people are rushing to leave because they're just, they don't like their boss or they don't There's like no the situation There's they're no in. And I'm like, can you pay your bills? Because if you leave and you, are not, you aren't financially in the right place, what you're doing is setting yourself up for failure because Absolutely. you're going to start taking work and taking um, situations that you normally wouldn't have done or don't really meet your purpose because you're rushing into something that you're not ready for. Well, um, they're not investing in themselves. Look, mm -hmm. you've got to invest in people who can advise you. You've got yeah. to invest that can help you know what an infrastructure of a small business can be, how yes. to credit line, um, things like that. They're really, really valuable things to the entrepreneur. I would never say to anybody until I got to know their thinking and their ability what they can do. I wouldn't what say they can you know, what they can do. What, you know, and so with them. Um, my coaching, my coaching, my perspective is people's potential. So I start to dig deep with them and find out what they can do. But 
to speak to what you're talking about, you're quite right. Too early is not having funding, not having a market. And really, you know what? You've got to be developed yourself first. And it's doable. Yeah. It's all doable. I mean, if, if you're not organized and you don't have a strategy and you don't have a vision, then I don't know what you're doing. You're most likely, most likely, I'm going to guess. And I don't want to be rude. I don't like to guess. I like to be uh, on point with my knowledge base. But I'm going to guess that you're simply trying to re- replicate what somebody else is doing. Mm. Many, um, many try to do what I do. My all our circumstances are unique. I married an American girl. We live in Nashville. I own several businesses. I play drums. But this is a lifetime of development. I right. tell them, it didn't happen overnight. It wasn't a. I woke up correct. today and wanted to do an academy. Like you have been building this since you were young, and that's important for people to understand that. Just because you because you look at something that looks easy doesn't mean that it is. <laughs> some of my There's millionaire friends, of work. Uh, some yeah. of my millionaire friends, you know, there were forty, <laughs> and mm-hmm. they were on death's door. Some of them, I swear, uh, right up to that. And and you know, some of them right now, I could, I don't mind saying, they're not happy. Uh, but you know, I watched my dad be super successful as I watched him doing it, and even with the struggles, he was so happy the whole way. Even yes, even the he other was day, doing what he was meant to do. I, yeah. I think that, that has a huge impact on your success. I think it has a huge impact on your overall drive to do whatever it is you're doing. Because you said it um, a few minutes ago, in the sense of yes, you can hand somebody the roadmap of what they need to do to get their business where it needs to be. But I, I personally don't like to do that. I like to say, no. here, let's talk through this. Let's come up with your plan. You be part of that plan development, but then now you need to take those steps and do it yourself. I'm not going to do it for you because how is that going to help you as an entrepreneur? And I think yeah. that that's one of the big things. If you don't have that drive, you're not going to go down and do all those things. As you yeah, to get, to get Sam, uh, you know, uh, it, it's great to be real, and I'm loving this, and, and I, I think I hope the listeners feel that. Let's get a bit positive just for a few seconds. You know, there's somebody with their listeners right now telling them that there's something they can't do. Now, know this from me, that anybody that's telling you you can't do something, I'm pretty sure they're afraid to do it for themselves. Exactly. So be careful of that. You know, listen to your soul. I talk about training your instinct. You know, mm-hmm. awareness, enlightenment, you know, and get with someone like Dana or me or all these other fabulous people out there in the world who have gone through the development curve. And now we're right up to the middle. Now it's 2020. There's a lot of things that are disposable. We're overwhelmed with information. Be careful of that. Question everything. Even yes. question me. I don't mind being questioned because you know what? Whatever's out on Google about me, beautiful. I'm pretty sure it's all true. That's excellent. I love that because I have not engaged in uh, anything criminal or underhanded. I've mm-hmm. just tried to be. I'm not perfect. There may be pictures of me drumming or at a thing. or That's all good. I love it. But I saw when the Google fraternity started to happen, I saw a lot of people falling off. I'm seeing right now, let's get up to the minutes, I'm seeing a lot of people show who they really are. Uh, who right they now. really are, yes. This is exciting for me. I am concerned about the virus, but in terms of our conversation today, professionalism, entrepreneurial potential, I am excited. I came up at home, H-O-M-E, having opportunity more than ever. And this is when you guys listening can dig deep and say, you know what, between these two guys, 
there's some sensibility going on. I have value. I can do something. And yes, I have half the people I know telling me, why would I do that? Half exactly. the people and I know and I cannot you, do it. It's not true. You said it. It's, it can, it's coming from fear, right? Most of those people... Fear. Is yep. they are they are basically projecting their fear off on you and your dreams, and ultimately, yeah, right now there are a lot of unknowns going on with the pandemic. Absolutely. But the reality is, it is an opportunity for you to begin to build your path of how you're going to come out of this. What are you doing Absolutely. today that's lining you up for your future? Absolutely, and this is you know what. I've been doing this all my life. since I've, I've been meditating since I was 16. The guys are listening to someone that has been bullied, abused, you know, mocked, neglected. That's okay. That's, that's not a problem. And what's, what's most important about that, especially to those listening who may relate to what I just said, listen to me right now. Instead of me choosing to be a bad person and neglect my passion and my skills and my love for men and women and children, I decided to be hyper positive. I didn't let those actions because of someone's idle uh, misconduct uh, affect my life. I decided mm -hmm. to live well, respect women, respect dudes. Now, you are talking to someone who's extremely confident, very strong, physically capable, but I choose good. I choose to make music, I choose to write, I choose to do this. You can do it. You can do it. Yeah. And, and if right now somebody's going through negative experience, stand back. Take the power away. Simply say no. Mm -hmm. Call mm -hmm. someone. Make good choices. And you can have... We're only here once. It's not a dress rehearsal. We're mm -hmm. here once. So make your next act the best one. Act on your ambition. Get with Dana. You know, book. I, I mean it. Get everybody that ever shaped me, all my mentors in music, martial arts, business, I am so grateful to them all. And some of them later in their life now turn to me. It's just such a beautiful cycle. Yeah, so yeah. it's about being positive, but it's about being practical, practically mm -hmm. positive. It's very nice to be very happy all day. And I'm seeing people make bad choices because they think that just happiness or just ignoring the situation or just forgetting about your talent is right. enough to survive. We don't want to survive. We want to thrive, you know. And mm. I know people can do People that can take this information on can achieve. I see it every day. I see it. I swear. And people can check out my website and get in touch with me or you, and I will provide testimonials. I, people's lives can change by doesn't need money. They, it just requires small, small, significant change. Change. With a yes. That's it. Small yeah. change can make massive results. And massive. making sure you surround yourself with the right people, too. Because, I mean, you, you yeah. brought that up. You know, it's, you, if, mm -hmm. if everybody around you is is pushing their or projecting their fear onto you and you're, you're feeling let down, you're feeling like you aren't able to do something because of what other people are saying. The truth yeah. is, you know you what you can do from the inside, right? You know what you have been blessed with. And it's important for you to just surround yourself with positive people and not people who are just going to feed you positivity just for the sure. sake of it, but people who are going to be honest with you, people who really want the best for you and who are really bought into what it is that you're trying to accomplish in your life. Not necessarily what you're doing, but what you're trying to accomplish in your Absolutely. life. I think that's huge. It's huge. And, you know, a lot of people I admire um, in entertainment and 
I've done some movie stuff. You know, when you have a little coffee with them and they tell you, say, dude, I, I did nothing for 30 years. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And then I believed in myself and I asked someone a question. Um, I mean, I believe in selling yourself, but you know, if you say, if somebody calls you and they want something of you, you know, you've you got to be able to bring something across. And so right. when you... When you dismiss people's negativity and their own fear and insecurities, insecurity is huge. And that's why people will say, don't marry that dude, don't move to that town, don't do this, you know, why, why, why would you have a dog? I mean, I'm like, you know, I'm living my life. One of my clients, mm-hmm. uh, she won't mind me mentioning her name, Joanne, she lived in Pennsylvania. She started with me as a drum student and loved music and was in a relationship where somebody is telling her, Drum lessons is foolish. Um, why would you think of moving to the next town? All these kind of things. Well, I gained trust in her because, you know, when you're helping somebody modify how they do something, like martial arts or drums or yoga, they trust you. And week on mm-hmm. week, they say, yeah, that's working. They see it's working. And they're happy. So uh, invariably, a lot of um, drum students translate over into my coaching or mentoring, which is mm-hmm. very very beautiful it's not really the it's not really part of the, the the mechanism but it happens and so she now lives in california with pantries a new dog got married new car doing great has has she choices. filled her happiness bucket she, she left <laughs> she left it's just like listen now she told i remember she told me um it's about seven years ago now she told me i used to live in pennsylvania and she told me in the drum room hey listen you're going to be very happy with me i said I'm happy with you every week. I love seeing you. We have great chats. You're, you're playing uh, the, the songs you enjoyed this week. Well, what's going on? She says, well, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm getting ready to move to California. I, I did what you said. I looked for employment there and credits. And, 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 and within a year, she was married and still drums and teaches Zumba. And I'm very proud of that story because yeah. you're taking somebody right from well, the depths of what she thought was going to be, well, her story. She's going yes. to grow up and finish in Pennsylvania, a little town that people are, you know, just unfortunately quite negative. And this Irish guy <laughs> is teaching her drums and convinces her, yeah, go to California. And she could not be happier and she keeps in touch with me uh, every few That's months. That's beautiful. And I'm very proud of that. Yeah. I'm very proud of her. I'm proud of her. And to be part of that is just, and it just took actually, really, she did it all. I mean, she, I mean, she signed up for coaching for six months or something, but you know what, really, it was in her. I just yeah. drew it out. You Obviously, just drew it out, and that's what a good coach does. They don't do stuff for you. They help you bring it out of yourself. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do it because, look, getting a new dude, a dog, a house, a car, palm trees, new job, did I do that? No, not at all. She did it. Good things requires effort that's important for your listeners mm-hmm. too look at sometimes things just do i get knocks on the door yes do i get emails even you reaching out to me is just so beautiful yes but you know what a lot of us comes from previous work and previous thinking um do i get demoralized um not really what would i call it i don't know what i call it i get aware i'm aware so maybe i put a lot into something and i know minimum what the results should be do you get what i'm saying and it yeah. doesn't happen because of other people's choices i call that awareness when i was 16 
I probably called it being pissed off or frustrated, but right <laughs> now, you know. But right now, as as somebody very solid and practical, I'm, you know, it's okay to get a no. It's okay. It's yeah. the reason for the no that's important. You see, you're mm-hmm. saying no. It, the reason. So, like with the fear, okay, assess. Sometimes maybe people mean well. Yeah, okay. But they need to be coming from somewhere. If you tell me I shouldn't do this interview, you better have Explain seven, it. seven reasons why I shouldn't do it. Give me yeah. seven. Seven's my number. Give me seven reasons. And also, why don't you look for the seven reasons I should? That's the most important mm-hmm. side of it. And there's lots of um, magic tea out there and gurus and people that say they do what I do on Facebook and what you do. Thing is, ask the question. I'm available for the question. Your questions are huge. Yeah, you yeah. know, um, uh, I got to spend time one time with Michael Dell. I got to ask him a couple of questions. I was playing music for his company, and this is a long time ago, and he's very successful. So one thing he told me that was amazing at that time, it may not be true now, but at that time he would spend uh, one day a month on the phone customer service hello you're true to michael and i really mm-hmm. admired i really admired that in him he was based in ireland and he still is and so i was fortunate to spend time with this very successful person and he said well good choice in staff treat your staff well and always know that the customer is important you yeah. know and so when you learn how these successful people think and act it can really empower you. So I think I worry about social media that, you know, um, people would take it for granted that someone just bought a plane. They may not own a plane, guys. They may just be right. posing in a photograph. Right. Can I plane. borrow your plane? I know <laughs> rock stars who hire mansions <laughs> to do photo shoots. But they do not yeah. live in a mansion. They drive a Prius. Yeah. So try. <laughs> and I do not leave or own a plane um, I wouldn't be bothered with a plane but I'd like I'd like uh, maybe something else but yeah you know everything isn't real everything isn't real and yeah. ask those questions and so um, you know Apple was formed in a garage and it's that simple you know yeah. by, by the tenacious Steve Jobs I mean there's that part of it he's absolutely and I feel I'm in that vein not that I have his intelligence or success but I'm extremely relentless relentless i've got a multitude of projects today but this is priority this moment yeah. speaking to you right now is absolute priority and i'm loving every minute of it so that thank you awesome yes You're i've great. enjoyed this conversation it's been so enriching wonderful. and I, so I definitely wonderful. i want to i want to because we're we're almost out of time but i do sure. want Absolutely. to ask you one final question and it's in relation to your sisters. I know that your sisters are both in the healthcare industry. So are. how are they doing? Have you been able to talk to them and, and see how all this is affecting them? Yeah, thank you. Sonia, um, uh, my second youngest sister, works with the only autistic school in Ireland. She's a specialist mm. teacher. So she's doing well. She has children herself. Isabel's my uh, my goddaughter and Byron is her brother and they're at home. Um, her oh, husband great. is, um, I can quote, 
the best Range Rover um, engineer in Ireland, and he's extremely busy. So this is a, a classic example of, you know, success over adversity. They're home, they're safe. She doesn't know when she's going back to school. Neve, my youngest sister, and I'm the oldest, um, is a forensic and clinical psychologist and profiler, and she lives in the United Kingdom. And she would go between an office and a hospital environment. And I believe uh, the last time I spoke to her, um, spoke to my mom yesterday, she's on just um, quarantine for now because of the nature of her work with the people she's been around. But they're, she's not unwell, she's just home. So we, uh, I, well, not we, I joke that we're all in healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, but you know, I guess I am in a way, but I I joke about it, you know. Um, but that's what they do. And Sonia worked in the music. Um, Sonia moved to London when she was seventeen, and and she worked in the music business for a while with Sony, and then she managed one of London's biggest nightclubs. And she she returned home to Ireland and found her calling. So she's almost twenty years working with autistic children, and we wow. obviously support that. My dad yeah, does Santa every year. You know, it's so I don't. We're we're almost in the. We're all nearly in the people business. You know, my mom keeps us all. She's hyper positive, and that's where I. I would get that from, and my dad's a a very generous, kind man, and and talented, and I, I guess I get some of that. So it's, it's been. Um, I do miss them. I've no family in America, but as soon as I got to the United States, people embraced me. I've, I've. Um, I've had the most amazing journey and it's not over. America's been so kind to me. So it's hard for me to see the suffering. And myself yeah. and my wife, Nicole, we're doing our best to help who we can. And, you know, I'm on the phone all day and on Zoom all day with people, um, helping them get through this and so on. It's great. Yeah. That's all I can do, you know. Well, I'm glad that, that everybody's doing well and your parents did Thank an you. awesome job, obviously, with raising you and giving you the tools Aww. that you needed to be who you are today. So I so oh, appreciate amazing. you taking the time to speak of with course. me today. I've enjoyed this conversation thoroughly. Me too. And I it's hope the listeners glean some lessons learned from it um, and can so. better their lives in some, some sort of way. Absolutely. Thank you ever so much. As we say in Ireland and Irish, thanks a million. Gurumila Mahagut. And Irish blessings to you, all your family and friends, and all your listeners. And it's very important right now to be as positive as you can. And uh, positivity for me is the key to success in every way. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dana. We shall talk soon. I want you to definitely stay organized and I want you to do something today that will help to fill your happiness bucket. I hope you guys have a great one. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.